podcast um, where I have been trying to inspire people to follow their dreams, to think outside the box, and that's what I'm here to talk to you guys about today. Um, I attended this event, the very first Coffee and Conversations in 2019, that was 2019, right? I lose track of time after last year. Um, and I was a greeter, and I think the speeches were really great, but I noticed that there was a big important detail that I felt like everybody kept leaving out. And I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? And I realized through my recent work, I've been getting into life coaching, uh, pursuing emotional and mental health for the past five to six years. And I noticed that I don't think people even realize that this detail is a thing, that this is even important. So uh, I'm really excited to talk about this today. Um, I'm really passionate about it, and um, I wrote everything down because I get really excited, and I could talk to you guys for three hours, and I don't think you would appreciate that. So <laughs> I will be referencing my notes too. Um, so yeah, when I was five years old, my mother told me that the key to life was happiness. So when I went to school, my teachers asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? So I wrote down, happy. And they said, I don't think you understand the assignment. And I said, I don't think you understand life. So I didn't actually say that though, John Lennon said that. Um, but I think, I wonder if I had understood that concept at a young age, how would my life be different? If I had understood that true happiness is important instead of just going through the rigmarole, then what would I be doing differently today? I'm not saying I regret how my life turned out, uh, but I couldn't, wonder, couldn't help but wonder how much farther along I'd be if I had followed my own heart and my own dreams instead of following in the footsteps of society. So my name is Jamie Christine. Uh, I am a 2004 graduate of Redbud High School. I am the owner of the Phoenix Holistic Wellness here on uh, Main Street in Redbud, where uh, I am a massage therapist. I've been a massage therapist for 12 years, owning my own business. And uh, I recently, well, I opened it back in 2017, where we have a chiropractor, uh, a couple of counselors, yoga instructors, and I just acquired a new massage therapist. So it's been pretty exciting, bringing wellness and mind, body, and spirit to the community, which we're all in, our, in the wellness center very passionate about. Um, if, if I were up here five years ago, well, I wouldn't have been up here five years ago, but if I were, I would have introduced myself as Jamie Pappenberg, wife, mother, and massage therapist which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but I feel like those titles were basically the titles everyone else gave me, the titles I was supposed to have. And the problem with that, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a wife and mother, but identifying with that basically is giving someone else the power of your identity. You're not truly identifying as yourself. So I'm kind of, I've been kind of waking up to that on my journey and in my case, I was living the life everyone else expected me to live, following in everybody else's footsteps. Like there's a certain list of things you're supposed to check off your list. So you guys are in your senior year and you're supposed to graduate. You're supposed to move on to some sort of schooling after this, probably get yourself a steady boyfriend, marry that boyfriend, have your babies, get the house, live happily ever after. Hopefully working in some sort of a career that you went to school for, right? Who all has a checklist like this? Yeah, yeah, everyone's planning on that being part of the checklist. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with this. But I wonder, because I had a similar checklist too, if I ever stopped and thought about, is this really what I want to do? Or is this what I, I think I'm supposed to do? 
Is this what everyone else says I'm supposed to do? And I never really had the opportunity to go within and explore, is that right for me? It's funny because in fact, I actually never wanted to get married. At a younger age, I always thought, hmm, if I'm truly in love with somebody, why do I need a piece of paper to prove that? Why do I need to wear this ring to show that I belong to somebody? But it was so rooted in our society to believe that that's what you're supposed to do that I didn't get the opportunity to really fully question that and just go my own path. So I really don't want you guys to think that I'm trying to talk you out of this stuff, but what I'm really trying to portray is think about it. Where are your dreams coming from? Are they coming from what everyone else has been telling you to do? What you've been seeing everybody else do before you? Have you been watching everybody else do these things before you and everyone's posting on their social media how happy they are because they marked all these things off their checklist and this is what they're doing in their happy life? Because a lot of times people aren't actually that happy. Um, a little bit of background on me, I actually kind of grew up as a bit of a misfit. Um, I went to a Catholic school here in Redbud and in my class of 24 people, everybody thought I was a weirdo. And probably about five of those kids didn't even like me. I think I was too weird for them. And it's kind of funny how just those five people made me feel like the whole world didn't like me. So I kind of grew up with this mindset that I'm not good enough, I'll never amount to anything, there's nothing special about me because nobody likes me. And I kind of hid in the shadows, just doing my own little thing, all the way up into my 20s. Just not really thinking I would amount to anything. I would have loved for somebody to step in where you guys are right now when I was in your shoes and say, hey, it is okay to be a misfit, it is okay to be different, it is okay to go against the grain. It's okay to break the mold because it's the people who don't fit in the mold who are powerful enough to break the mold. So who here gets caught up in worrying about what other people think? Yeah, good, I'm glad you guys admitted that. Because <laughs> it happens to all of us, we get caught up in that. We worry about other people judging us. We wanna fit in, it's natural, it's in our human nature. But think about it, if you don't fit in, if somebody doesn't like you or if somebody's judging you, why? Why wouldn't they like you? Why would they judge you? So maybe they don't understand you, or maybe it's because you're different from them to the point where you challenge their way of thinking and their perception of normal. And if you're challenging that for them, maybe they feel uncomfortable about it. So why is that a bad thing? Better yet, why is that your problem? Because that sounds like their problem. So let's turn the tables a little bit. Who finds themselves, well you don't have to answer this because it's not entirely nice, but uh, is there somebody you don't like or somebody you find yourself, that you judge yourself? I've judged people. <laughs> I try not to anymore, but it happens. And it's probably because they don't fit our idea of normal. And when somebody else is going against the grain and doing something that we don't quite understand or agree with, we can naturally find ourselves judging them. But think about it. If they're making you question your normal, they're making you a little uncomfortable, pushing you out of your comfort zone, I want you guys to think about the fact that discomfort is actually a gift. It forces you to take a look at what you don't like about your life or about yourself, and you have the opportunity to change it. So if something is bringing awareness to you that you're not happy about it or you're uncomfortable about it or it's not your normal, why don't you like it? And what can you change about your life to make sure that you're on the right track that you wanna be on? So I didn't really have this figured out when I was your age. 
because I was too worried about what people thought of me. So I was too busy trying to fit in. All I wanted to know what it was like to fit in to the point where I had just decided I'm going to leave Redbud. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go down to Southwest Arizona where I think I'll probably find more like-minded people that think like me, other weirdos, and I can fit in down there and I'm going to start my whole life over. So it's funny then because as soon as I had my mind made up and I had bought my plane ticket and I was ready to go, I met this guy and he liked me and he was really into me. And so into me that I was like, wow, I really like feeling accepted. This feels good. And I got sucked into it. I canceled registering for school down in Arizona. I, I went ahead and went because I bought the plane ticket and didn't register for school. I didn't make my plans, didn't look for jobs. I came right back and we dated and we got married because he had the checklist. He wanted to get married. He wanted to have the kids. He wanted to have the house. He wanted to have the happily ever after that everybody else has. And I thought, well, I guess that's what I have to do too, because that's what success looks like as a human being. If you fulfill this whole checklist, that means you won. Good job. You did all the things you're supposed to do as a human. <laughs> so we got married shortly thereafter I got pregnant, which I was not emotionally ready for. And I didn't realize this until it was too late. And yet I was so rooted in thinking that I was doing the right thing that I went on to build a house with him and have another kid before I realized I have been depressed for like eight, eight to 10 years. Why am I so depressed? I've got all the things. So have you guys noticed how much depression and anxiety is rampant right now? Like, do you guys realize how increasing this is a problem? Like how many of you even have it? Like I've definitely battled with it. Yeah, it's a real thing. And I'm sure over 50% of you or more in here have parents who have dealt with depression and anxiety or are dealing with it at the moment. So in my 12 years of massage therapy, you know, it's kind of like bartenders and hairdressers. We hear all the people's emotional stories as well as rubbing knots out of their muscles. But I've also delved into emotional health more closely over the last five to six years. And I'm realizing that working with depression and anxiety in people, there is a big common denominator here with these people. The majority of them, if not all of them, has lost, have lost their sense of self in some way. They have disconnected from who they truly are because they've been too busy trying to fulfill this checklist that they've been trying to mark off that's been put in place for them in various ways, whether they're too caught up in their job or they're too caught up in their marriage or they're too caught up in their kids. They lose sight of who they are. What drives you? What's, what makes you passionate? What lights up your soul? And when you lose touch with that, you lose that purpose. You lose that, lose that meaning and value of life. And when you have no meaning and value of life, what's the point? And when you don't know what the point is, that's depressing. It's also a cause for high anxiety. So in 2018, I finally broke the mold and I did something super crazy, which was leave my husband. And what's really crazy about that is that I didn't leave somebody abusive. I didn't leave a drug addict. I didn't leave a drunk. I didn't leave a deadbeat dad. He was actually a super great guy. He, well, super great for somebody else. He is not compatible for me. It just took me a while to recognize that. But basically I had married him to fulfill all the checklists. And that being said, you know, he was, he was a great security blanket. He's a great, he had great work ethic with a great job. We had a great future ahead of us. You know, he's every woman's perfect man, right? Who wouldn't want that? So everyone thought I was crazy. Why would you leave him? <laughs> like, 
all the time I was married though, I'm like, okay, well, my life is perfect on paper. Why am I so depressed? Why am I not happy? Because I wasn't living my dream. This was actually his dream. I was fulfilling his checklist and completely disregarded mine. I mean, that started back whenever I gave up my dream to move to Arizona. So I was living society's expectation of what I thought, I, what they thought I should be doing, living his expectation of what he thought I should be doing, what he wanted to do. And I basically felt like I had become some avatar created by society to basically live out what they expected me to live out. Like, who was I anymore? So luckily I went to a lot of counseling and I highly recommend finding a counselor if you are battling with depression and anxiety it's just something that's hard to see for yourself how to get out of those ruts and having another set of eyes and ears and expertise when it comes to mental health is so helpful and getting your life on track in that way is just it's so worth it so i highly recommend that but anyway discovering who i truly was was such a huge awakening for me that I'm not at all compatible with this guy and spending the rest of my life with him just didn't sound like something I wanted to do at all. I couldn't continue living like this. Stepping into the unknown is terrifying and you guys are gonna come up across that too. There are gonna be so many opportunities where the unknown is huge and vast and scary. But if you find yourself where you currently are, not entirely happy with the way things are, you got to take the risk to jump into the unknown. And I promise it's so worth it. It's all going to work out. I've experienced it firsthand and it wasn't worth it for me to stay stagnant where I was. I needed to take that risk. So I also want that to be kind of a message too, that you guys take away. You, it is possible you'll lose yourself along the way. And it is possible you could get sucked into the ruts that everybody else expects you to do and to live and the lifestyle that you want to follow because everyone else told you to but you're never actually stuck. If you find yourself in a relationship that, you know, five years down the road, it's like, oh my gosh, this isn't working for me. You find yourself in a job that you're completely miserable in. It may seem or feel like you're stuck because this has been the pattern for however many years you've been in it, but you are never stuck. Being stuck is just an illusion. So just please remember that. So, Anyway, I became the owner of the wellness center within our final year of marriage. And I think that was starting to wake me up to what my true potential was. And then after I left him, my life just completely exploded. I had all these opportunities ahead of me and dreams that I could pursue and paths to follow. And I thought, oh my gosh, maybe someday I can actually move to Arizona like I wanted to originally. So after the divorce, I went on to publish a novel which some of you may have heard of The Transcendent. Um, it's a young adult fiction that just, I just published back in uh, November. So uh, I went on to do that, which was kind of a dream I had from a young age. Um, I'm now the host of a podcast, which I'm filming today. Um, we're based, it's called Transcend, and basically I get people together to uh, talk about what inspires them, to share their life story, or to share a part of their life story and their journey to help inspire others along the way, to give advice or to give enlightenment, to give guidance so that you too can follow your dreams. And that's what I want to do. I want to inspire people to find themselves, not the person that society makes you think you should be, not what your parents expect you to be, but who you want to be. And that's why I'm here telling you this story because I am 35 years old and I really do love my life, but it took me about three years ago to start figuring out how to do that. And I can't help but wonder if I had John Lennon's perspective back at a young age or even at your age, 
how much different would my life look right now? Like, would I be, would I, would I have a ton of bestsellers out on the shelves in major bookstores? Would I be up at TED Talks and major universities giving speeches to the next generation that's heading out to lead the world? Where would I be? There's so many different possibilities. What kind of difference could I be making in the world? So I want you guys to think for a minute, a minute about what really lights up your soul. Like what brings you true joy? What are you truly passionate about? Just think about that for a minute. Because I don't think we spend enough time really thinking about what's truly driving us. Eliminate money from the picture. Don't worry about making money off of this thing. Eliminate your parents or your peers or any other influences that says you should be this or you should follow in my footsteps or you'd make a really great whatever. What do you love? What really inspires you? What really motivates you? What really just lights up your world? And when you get out of high school, do you feel like you can actually pursue that? Because let me tell you what, you guys are stepping up to the plate to be the next generation of people to change the world. And this world kind of needs to change, don't you think? Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> so think about that. And if you see yourself getting married, is it because you see yourself in a fulfilling relationship with somebody you're compatible with and somebody you believe you'll be compatible with for the rest of your life? Or are you just daydreaming about a big white dress and flowers and pictures and parties and showing off a ring? And if you want to become a mother, are you ready and excited to inspire this next generation that's coming after you to continue to change the world? Are you ready to give up a huge, if not all, a huge portion or if not all of your life to help raise this child who's going to be 100% dependent on you for a while? Because that requires putting a lot of things on hold. Trust me. <laughs> or do you think babies are cute and cuddly? And that's why you want one. Because there are people like that too. Or did all the women before you tell you that you have a duty to fulfill as a woman by bringing children into this world? So just think about that. Nothing wrong with, either, with having kids or not having kids, but make sure you're doing it for the right reason. Because this next generation coming up after you has a lot of work to do too. If you picture yourself in a career, are you picturing yourself making lots of money? Are you picturing yourself with a great retirement plan, great benefits? Or are you picturing doing something that really inspires you? Where you feel like, yes, I'm making a difference in the world and I love Mondays. I'm so excited to get up in the morning to go and do what I'm doing. Because there are not enough people. Everybody hates Mondays, it seems like, and nobody wants to get up in the morning and go do their job. Not everybody. I actually love getting up in the morning and do my job. And I highly recommend finding a career that makes you feel that way. Because that's a recipe for depression too, if you ask me. So think about where your dreams are coming from. Are you just watching what everyone else has done before you and thinking that this is the footsteps you're supposed to follow? Or are you really knowing what's coming from your heart and what you wanna do for the world? Because a lot of ruts have been carved by society from all the people before us doing the same thing over and over and over, traveling the same path over and over and over, driving these ruts deeper into the ground. And it's so easy for our own wheels to slip into these ruts and keep following the status quo, doing what they've been doing. And our world does need change. So we can't really change the world if we're following in everybody else's ruts. Because doing what everybody else did before us is not going to change anything. So there's one last thing uh, I wanted to uh, mention too. Like I said, I have a podcast. And recently I interviewed a 2008 graduate of Redbud High School. 
and she had slipped into society's ruts. And she followed that career rut of, I have to get the job that makes the money and has the great retirement plan and has the benefits because money is important. And she lost sight of the happiness aspect because we are not encouraged enough to follow the happiness aspect. And that is the number one thing and that should come highest priority above money and above what everyone tells you to do and above anything else. Happiness is key. And it took her the hard way to figure that out because she was in the midst of this job, driving through the ruts and finally woke up and realized, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And she found what makes her passionate. She pursued her dreams and now she's very excited to share that message with you. So she came onto my podcast to help enlighten and inspire people similarly to me giving this speech today in hopes that people are going to start carving your own path. Don't carve a rut, just carve a path. <laughs> and I want you guys to think about in 10 years from now, if I got to invite you onto that show or if somebody else invited you on where you had an opportunity to inspire people with your message and your story, what do you want your story to be? Because now is your opportunity to start creating that story. So then 10 years from now, you can look back and be like, wow, look what I did. I made a difference in the world. I didn't follow in all the other people's footsteps doing what they did. I actually got off on my own path and made a difference. So I'm gonna leave you with a quote by Gandhi. Be the change you wish to see in the world. You've probably heard that before, but going deeper into that quote basically means you have to be the person that you want to see more of in the world. And what kind of person is that? You can't go and change other people and make them fit the world that you think they should fit. You have to fit that first. You have to create your own mold. You have to be the person that you wanna see more of. So the only way to do that though is to truly know yourself. So eliminate all the other judgments from people because they're gonna judge you because they're uncomfortable with where they are and that's their problem. So figure out what you want, what lights you up, what makes you passionate, what fulfills you and follow that and keep following that path because that's gonna change you as a person into a better, more powerful person. And when you do that, just by default, the rest of the world is gonna change around you and you're gonna start making that difference that we need. All right, thanks guys, that's all I have for you today.